Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast, episode 80, with hosts Davin, Sharman, and Chris. Please follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast, Instagram at NY Jets Fans Podcast. As we get into another week of the offseason, new league, new league year starts on, in two weeks. So we should be very excited. Um, a lot of things is going to happen. Um, at 30 minutes ago, um, Adam Schefter has some breaking news that the Panthers had traded the guard. Um, Trey Turner to the Chargers for Russell o- Okong or Ochong. It's one. It's one of the two. My apologies. Yes. <laughs> one of one of the two. My apologies. Um. So I'm. So let's get a quick take on it. Um. Who who won the trade and why? I don't know if there was a winner, because <laughs> I because I don't think this is a complete train, <laughs> trade in my mind. I think this is some as uh, Shepter says, it's a tentative trade. There might be other things coming. Uh, I or, or or something or there's something I'm missing here because how do you trade a 26 year old guard that's a five time Pro Bowler for a 31 year old two time Pro Bowler that was lately ha- has injury issues lately uh, unless you're not counting on being in the in whatever amount of money that's going to be thrown around for the the better tackles that will be in free agency and you figure you're going to be out of out you know, you can't reach that market, so you're going to just try to get your tackle now. But Okung, that's the guy? I, I I, mean, I don't know. I mean, he's been very good. But again, like I said, he hasn't been available with his injuries. So is that what you're counting on here? And giving up your Pro Bowl guard, who's 26 years old? I don't I, I don't get it. Unless, unless they see a scheme fit issue where Carolina is going – to a new system and uh, Turner does not fit. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I um. Oh, like I said, I think the thing that makes most most sense is that they need a a, a tackle really bad, and they see they 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 see them they see themselves getting a guard easier, and they might not be be able to reach for any of the available tackles, so they're trying to get a tackle. I think it also could be about. Carolina just trying to start over now with uh, with the new head coach. Um, they're bringing back Okun, who's only got this year left on his contract, and then he's a free agent, and maybe he's looking for a big contract, and they could just let him go. Maybe they could tag him and do like a um, a sign and you know a sign and trade, trade and sign, whatever. Um, a tag and sign, a tag and trade. I'm sorry, I keep on saying that. A uh, tag and trade. Uh, at the end of this year with Okun, um, possibly, you know, if he has a good year. Um, that's the only thing I – it make because it makes really no sense because they traded a younger guy making less money for a guy who's older and makes more money. And the only thing right. I can see is that, you know, uh, what's his name? Okun just has this year left on his contract, and maybe Carolina's just trying to move guys out to kind of just do a rebuild, a re-whatever you want to call it. Since right. they have uh, the new coach, you know, like you said too, with the new with a new system coming in, maybe he's a better fit, you know, all that stuff. Um, so this could lead, just you know, we just talking earlier, possibly about Cam Newton getting traded once he's, you know, healthy and fit and everything else, and he shows that he's a healthy guy. Um, so he might not be the last guy that's going to get moved. I'll just say that. If it, if it is true, then you know it's all about cap cap moves for the uh, Panthers. 
maybe Matt Rule's looking at it as a future. Um, we, we really won't, we won't know until, you know, the actual preseason. You know, the Panthers is like kind of a question mark. Cam Newton is healthy. Um, he could be tradable, but the question is, what's the value? What's going to be the value for Cam Newton? Hmm. Well, here's another thing. The Panthers only got $24 million in cap space. So yeah, that might no. be another reason they're trying to move guys and move salary around. And this might be just setting up for next year. You know, they but might this, be moving guys out now and then have well, more this is, salary next this year. This is what makes no sense to me then, because if, if it's just a cap, if if Trey Turner is a cap casualty, Trey Turner only has a little over twenty million dollars left for a two year deal. Agree. Agree to that, you know. And so how so how are you how are you bringing a more expensive guy in? Well, it's just I for this understand. year. I'm saying for yeah, after I understand this year. What you're saying. You're right. You know, but that's something I could. I, I mean, I'm just trying to try to give different <laughs> ideas. Like you like you said, it might be the you know a different scheme fit, and it might be a a contract issue with the money. Maybe you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's right. there was there was something there was something I read about how Okun went on an interview sometime in the middle or late season where he said that he's not really sure about the direction or what direction the team was going in. Maybe he knew something about Rivers not coming back before mm-hmm. anybody knew, and him opening his mouth probably had you know pissed somebody off. <laughs> that could be true. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that I mean, since it. we since we're talking about ex- reasons why we think this this trade is happening, <laughs> this might go. be it. <laughs> That's exactly. it. Um, speaking of trades, uh, AJ Bouvier got traded to the Broncos for a fourth round pick. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna let you go right ahead, Chris, and uh, and you can let us know, like, how how do you feel towards that trade? I, you know what, on the on the outside or just looking at it, yeah, it looks like it was a steal for a fourth round pick. But looking at his contracts, if you're looking at it from that end, we were talking about Jacksonville needing the space that they needed, uh, the cap space, and uh, Bouye is making. 13 million this year and 13 next year. Mm-hmm. So for a guy who's 29, 30 years old coming up and he's not, I'm not saying he's a bad cornerback. So don't, but a $13 million cornerback. I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. He's not as good as he was a couple of years ago, last year or two. He's hasn't been, you know, as good he was as, as he was early on. So maybe they see that as, Oh, let's get rid of him now. Let's get what we can for him. Get this money off of our, off our cap, and you know, so now Jacksonville's loaded though with with picks. I was, they have two in the first, two in the fourth, so they're racking up picks now too. So they're kind of going through a rebuild. <laughs> another team. Yeah, so yeah, Nick Foles. If they if Nick Foles, that's Nick Foles, another also one. Nick Foles is on the market as well. Um, Nick, if Nick Foles is on the market, I don't know who wants that contract. I think to be honest, the team that fits perfectly when you think about it is the Colts because Frank Reich is there. Frank Reich was with Philly when he had that the Super Bowl run. So mm-hmm. and Frank Reich knows what will work with uh Falk, you know, talking about offense. And um and they obviously could use an upgraded quarterback. Um and you know what? Here's the worst case scenario, they bring him in. Let's say they trade him. They'll probably get him for nothing, right? Because Jacksonville would love to get rid of that $22 million 
contract. So they'll they'll take almost anything. They'll probably take a fifth rounder for him, maybe sixth round, maybe lower. Who knows? Yeah. But they'll probably take nothing for him. You bring him in and let him let him compete against you know Jacoby Brissett, uh, uh, you know, for the during the preseason. And worst case scenario, if Jacoby wins, then you got a then you got the best probably backup in in the NFL. And if Jacoby first couple of weeks, three four weeks, if he doesn't look so good. It looks like he ended last year. Like, then you know what? You bring in Foles and you see what happens. So I think it's a, to me, it's a no-brainer. But obviously, you know, somebody else might have a better idea about this. But that's the way I look at it with Foles. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, this boy, this trade is. Uh, I think. I think it kind of goes back to when uh, Boye was in Houston before he he got to the Jags. Uh, uh, there were there were reports that that went out that uh, that Vic Fangio at the time with the Bears really wanted Bouye uh, to come over. So uh, now Fangio gets him to play his system in in uh, in Denver. Mm. Um, what the Jags play on defense is kind of more like more of a man outside. Bouye doesn't have that in in him anymore. He's more of a uh, zone corner, so he fits more into what Denver does. Um, I think I think that works really well for them, um, and it works for the Jags because the Jags, like Chris said earlier, need that money off their books. Um, uh, most definitely, um, uh, the that might that might signal the the end of Chris Harris Jr.'s uh, tenure with the Broncos. Um, because uh, if they tried to put him to, to make him play zone outside last year with the Broncos, and that's not really his thing. He's a slot corner, and probably one of the better ones in the league. If you're gonna make him play slot, then fine. He especially plays slot man. He's he's one of the best at it. So he he definitely fits that more than he fit that zone kind of defense that Fangio is known for. So yeah, I think it works for both teams here. Uh, I think I think I think I'd be remiss if I don't speak about the fact that yeah, the Jacks look like they're going forward in a good way, but I think it can't be said enough how the, that 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 organization kind of threw away the performance of that defense for the last couple of years because of all the crap that was going on in 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 house. I mean, you could hear um, whispers you know, you read things and heard people talk about things that were going on. You could tell how bad it was when uh, former Giants uh, coach turned uh, GM or front office guy, whatever he was, gets lit, gets thrown out and everybody stays behind. You know, something was wrong here, man. Like this guy must have poisoned the water in there. <laughs> mm. and, and, and they just, you know, they just was like, you know what, we had enough of you. You know, but but there's also stuff from from Jacksonville about even Calias Campbell being being on the being being on the uh, trade block. So you guys might be right, man. They might be just cleaning house, you know, getting rid of as much as they can. You know, uh, there was I think Leonard Fournette uh, tweeted uh, after hearing about the trade, tweeted a a meme of Will Smith standing in an empty house. You know, like this old uh, what's the name of that show he was on? Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince, yeah. 
you know. So that means uh, he he probably feels like he's the last man standing, and and that and that's kind of weird. Uh, that that since uh, his boy uh, the both corners left, Boyer and uh, what's the other kid's name that went to um, went to L.A. Ramsey. Now he feels like he's alone. You know, if you're yeah. still if you're feeling alone and there's all these players around, man, you must you might have had a falling out. You know, it's kind of weird. You know, there's a lot of things going on down there that's uh, kind of uh, weird. So let me ask this question. So. Tom Coughlin, if Tom Coughlin wasn't the GM before before um, the lead year, the last last year, do you think that the Jags would have signed Nick Foles? Do you think they would have went in that same direction they went with uh, Minshew? That's a great question. I, I don't know if they were expecting Minshew question. to be this good this quick. You know, I, at least I don't think so. No, uh, nobody thought that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they really wanted an upgrade at quarterback because remember who was there beforehand. Right. Yeah. Uh, so great, yeah. great garbage. Yeah. yeah. So they were looking for an upgrade, <laughs> and Foles, you know, was a free agent. So you know, that was like a perfect. I I I think they would have signed him anyway. I don't think uh, Coughlin pushed to sign him, or I I don't know. I, I think they would have definitely went after Foles because you know Foles coming off what he did in Philly those two years, um, and then um, you know if you mm. financially it doesn't look like that bad. Only making twenty twenty two million, I think it is, a season. So, and they, like you said, they needed a huge upgrade at quarterback. And uh, unfortunately, you know, last year yeah. he got hurt. Uh, a couple other guys got hurt. Um, they lost. Who they lose to Philadelphia on the defensive line? Uh, Jackson, right? Malik Jackson. Yeah, yeah. They yep. lost him before last year, so that yep. probably took a hit. Um, and then it just went downhill. So, but now yeah. they do have the space. I mean, now not that they have a lot of space, but now they got um, after the after the trades, they're up to like thirty three million in cap space, which which is about thirty three million more than what they had, <laughs> right? We that's were just what, talking uh, about, and that's what Ngakwe uh, being franchise tag. No, no, no. Mm. So he's still out there, but I that's think that's why. Yeah, that's why it's important. What I said about um before about even the rumors of Calais Campbell being one of the, one of the, you know, the casualties of this whole thing, you know, they might just turn everything upside down because they really need cash. You know, uh, what, uh, what uh, Chris said earlier about them having picks is one thing, you know, you need, you need both free agents and uh, draftees or draft prospects to put in to complete your team. You can't just go one all on one, you know? So, um, so it does. It it makes sense for them to clean house. It makes sense for them to kind of flip everything over and start over again. Right, because Ngakwe, he's getting franchise tag, but um, he doesn't want to be with the Jacks no more. So um, what kind of trade? What kind of trade scenario should we expect? I, I think basically they're they're going to be open for business, and anybody mm-hmm. who comes calling and wants to give them a decent deal for anybody, you know, maybe in Fournette, Fournette might be up for grabs too. Yeah, because I think they, I think they're gonna save some money, some four or five million dollars off the, off the cap or whatever it is with yep. him, with, if they could get rid of him. So like I'm, guy, I was gonna say, like Miles Jack is gonna be the complete opposite. Miles Jack, um, he's got a dead cap hit. So if they trade him, I think that's what that means. Mm-hmm. They're still gonna take on. He's got a dead cap hit of twenty-two million dollars. Now, 
Now, Nick Foles has a $33 million dead cap hit. Hmm. But uh, I think, you know, for the future, for the next two years of his money, they would love to get rid of it. So there's a lot. I'm sure that's not the last move is what we're saying here. (laughs) There's going to be more moves coming for this team. We'll we'll be hearing the Jags for the next few weeks, maybe even a month (laughs) month or two. Um, let's let's go into Tom Brady. Tom Brady uh, is rumored to have a conversation with Belichick. It didn't go so well, but from what Adam Chef from Adam Schefter reported, um, it was business as usual. But also, his rumors talking about Tom Brady to San Francisco for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> like, what what is going what is going on here, Charmin? So, what is going on in this scenario? Uh, a lot of wishful thinking. A lot of connect the dots going on um you remember that rumor that was going on about the whole uh, the um how the whole Jimmy Garoppolo trade went down and listen uh it seemed like it was under kind of sinister circumstances because you could not understand that you were you heard rumors of other teams that wanted Garoppolo and they could not twist uh Bill Belichick's arms enough to get them to um, to get into a trade deal with him, but they ended up trading him over to the 49ers for what was it, a second round pick? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, and and because of that, because of the way it went down, I mean, that's why the speculation is going on now. Because then, you know, um, to complete to make the speculation to make it make more sense, the the rumor was that uh, Bill Belichick was the one that wanted um that wanted to keep Garoppolo and yes. the owner Robert Kraft wanted to keep Brady so Bill Belichick was forced in the in in the rumor was forced to trade the kid away to 49ers for a second round pick which he did again they saying spitefully because of because he was forced to do you know, explaining away the fact that you know multiple teams wanted wanted um, wanted Garoppolo and 49ers got got the second got him for a second round pick and and stuff like that. So now with Brady wanting to leave, now they're saying, well, wait, look, you know, um, Belichick is going to reach out to 49ers and say, give me back my kid and I'll give you the grown man and he's going to win you Super Bowls and I'll take my kid back. You know, because that you know, if to connect all the the rumor that the rumors that were going on, you know, that all this makes sense for me. I don't understand. You know, yes, Brady is a more mature quarterback. I emphasis on mature because the kind of offense that the Forty ers run is it an offense that kind of works in Brady's favor when. There's all this bootlegs and rollouts and stuff like that. And when Brady's not really a quarterback, he want to be moving around. He's not that kind of guy. Not that, not that the, one of the best play callers in the, you know, you know, in the NFL. Not that he can't, you know, f- uh, kind of, you know, pull that back in Brady's favor. I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm just saying I don't understand from my point of view why they would be going that in that direction. You know. Um, um, I still think there's something. Um, I still think he, as good Brady is still an an above average quarterback, but I but something about the way he played last year kind of put me on on alert, you know. And you know, you guys know how I hate calling for the demise of this guy. 
because he's been killing the Jets for so long, you know, I feel like if I do, then he'll just rise up out of the dead and get me. <laughs> so, so um, I just, for me, I think this is all noise unless it, unless it doesn't have any legs for me. You know, I, I think, I think those, this is all conjunct, conjecture on the part of people trying to sensational, um, sensationalize a story. Um, but, but, it, but if it happens, I guess it happens, but it just, from my point of view, it makes no sense. To, to me, I think it's it's a matter of like now he's on vacation. Supposedly he's taking a vacation now, Brady. I think he's I think he's weighing all of the options that he has out there. You know, he knows there's a possibility going to San Francisco, possibly going to the Chargers, maybe the, the Raiders. You know, so there's options out there for him, and he's thinking. He I don't think he's just thinking of the next year or two. I think he's thinking of the future of after he's done playing. Where is he sense. gonna? Like, where is he going to set up shop? Just like I, I compare it the most, and I was telling someone else about this, was LeBron James, right? LeBron James went to the Lakers not just to play there, but he's thinking, I'm going to be in L.A. You know, I'm thinking of the future, just like with, with you know, Kobe uh, did in L.A. as well. You know, he thought about not just his playing days, but he was thinking of the future way before he retired, you know, about right. what he's going to do. And he had all these ideas of what he was going to do. And I think right. LeBron's going to go in that direction – movies and producing and all that kind of stuff which is great you know business yeah and i think brady's got the same mentality like okay i'll be done with football i'm not going to play forever maybe i'll play another year or two but where am i going to go after this am i going to stay in new england am i going to stay in foxborough no i'm going to be you know he's obviously not going to new york so that's out so what's the next best thing would be la or california and he came from California, right? He grew up in California. He grew up a 49er fan. That's been well documented. So to go back to the 49ers, I mean, to go play for the 49ers, you know, yeah, you're connecting all the dots. And there, there was talk about that. Even Deion Sanders brought it up during the combine. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys caught that. He yeah, said, hey, ahead. you know, right. And he even said, he, brought, he, he threw it out. He goes, hey, he goes, if Brady was the quarterback in the Super Bowl, maybe San Fran would have won just saying what he said so that's a possibility right I, i'm not saying you know i'm not saying i totally agree with what he's saying but yeah, i wouldn't right. go against it i wouldn't think twice you know i wouldn't be like uh we'll see but um either way, my, yeah, even, right. even i'm not not i want one one other thing and it, again like i said this is why to me this is all kind of a a, a story that is just made for tv kind of thing oh yeah um where where <laughs> You know, they brought up the whole thing where how he used to be a 49ers fan since he was a little kid, you know, and how his father is taking the games or whatever it was, you know. So you connect all this together and it just sounds like one of these, you know, happy-go-lucky NBC, you know, 8 o'clock, you know, shows that you watch where there's either somebody crying, you know, telling their life story or somebody laughing because things went so great. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so to me, that's what it sounds like to me. You know, I, 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 I'm sorry. It does not seem like re- reality my, on my, on my part. It, it doesn't sound. I mean, the NFL is loving it, right? Because it's bringing some so much drama to this offseason, which is going to be nuts without him. It's still going to be crazy with all the quarterbacks that are going to be available. Um, so I, I think it's going to be great to see where he goes because, really, w- once he goes, like we said just a few minutes earlier. 
once that domino falls, then it's going to be the Rivers and, you know, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, and uh, maybe even Cam Newton. So there's going to be – it's so we'll, we'll know in a couple of weeks anyway because that's when free agency starts where he's going to go where a lot of these other guys are going to go. Yeah, and on the last but not least type of thing is if Tom Brady was to go to the 49ers, that doesn't mean that he's going to bring out this, you know, the God, you know, the, the Tom Brady God of the Patriots because his arm hasn't really been that, you know, I, I, okay, he hasn't had receivers in nothing like that the last two seasons, three seasons, whatever. Mm-hmm. But his arm hasn't been as great as it usually is, you know, and, and if he's out there, the only thing he'll have is George Kittle. I don't, I don't know how that will work out because they got such a great defense and a great running team. I don't know if it's going to work out with, with Brady going, going out there. Kyle Shanahan's, you know, you know, smart offensive mind, you know, mind guy. I don't, I don't know how will that work out. Like I I said, like I said, Shanahan could come up with some, you know, he could, he could flip his, his playbook around for a guy that can't, that won't run. But again, like I said, the way defenses are playing now, a statue of a quarterback is not what you want in an offense. Right. And with with that kind of offense they run, it's a futuristic offense. It's moving in the in the kind of a mold of what the Ravens are doing and you know other teams are doing in the NFL. They're taking it to another level, you know, still but still keeping it within the bounds of football, where they will pound the crap out of you where they run the ball. But if you let them, they could also gash the crap out of you by throwing the ball. But, but you know, not giving you a target that's just sitting there, you know, is something, you know, is something that works in, in those offenses. And I just do not see, to me, it, seem, it would seem like a step backward. And I know a lot of people could laugh at that because they're like, oh, this is the great, great Tom Brady. But like Davin said, is he really still the great Tom Brady? I mean... Again, the guy is still an above-average quarterback, but is he still that the great Tom Brady guy that everybody knows? I don't think so. I think that's an, no. I think that's a question that's going to be that needs to be answered. Whatever team he goes to, if he's not going to play with New England, that's going to be the main question: Is he going to still be that guy that can do it with a does different he, team? Right, and does he have to be the great Tom Brady? You know, with San Fran, you really don't have to be that, especially if, if, like you're saying, if they got to change the offense a little bit and be, you know, more of a ground ground and pound type of offense, which they already kind of are. Um, But Jimmy G did have his games. I'm not saying he didn't. He did have his games. The the game, I think it was against the Saints, he had a big game where he did have to throw the ball a lot. So we'll see. And then they won games where he threw, what, five times (laughs) or whatever it was. Hey, hey, Chris. they can do it. Question, question. Sure. How many years has uh, uh, is this the first year um, um, Garoppolo played on the Mike Shannon? Uh, uh, um, I mean Kyle Shannon. That's his first year, right? Yeah, because the year before he got hurt. Yeah. Right. I mean, he did play a couple of games. Right. Okay. I, people want to people want to um, massacre the kid because he did not beat. He wasn't the best. Oh, I don't complete think... in the reads downfield. With with the 49ers. I don't I think I think I think Garoppolo is gonna be fine. Yeah. I think I think with on with her second year in the system, he will, you know, he will definitely become a better quarterback in the system. So 
I don't, I would not. I'm not quick to like get, give up on the kid and, and think about it. 2018, like he only played three games. I think it was the first three games, and in 2017, he played six. So yeah, no, I'm. I think the. I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, because so I remember. I if 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 in if he could have played in New England the way he played in New England as as a rookie, I think I think he could he could be a better quarterback. I think in the give him year two on the, in that system, he's going to be definitely way better than he was last year. Agree. All right. Agree for that. Um, let's get into some CBA talk. Uh, it seems like it's nothing going to work out. I think it's all about weeks that's that wants to be played. Um, it seems like the veterans is more separated in, into this deal than, than the owners. Um, would you, Chris, would you see a deal being worked out soon? And if so, why? And if not, why? Well, I think it's leaning towards it's going to now because there are more guys that want it. And what I'm saying is the guys that want it are the ones that are the guys that aren't making the big money that some of these, you know, big superstars are making. You know, there's guys that are making the minimum salary. It sounds a lot to us, 400000 500000 whatever it is. Yeah, that sounds great, but they're only doing it for like a year. You know, these guys don't last more than a year or two. So they're the ones that are saying, hey, if you're going to give me an extra quarter of a million dollars to play one more game, I'm in. You know, obviously that's a – because they might not have a, a – uh, career after the one year or two years. So I could see them and that that's the majority of the NFL players in the league right now. And just this week, the, the uh, lineman from the giants came out and said, it's a good deal and he's going to vote yes. And, you know, and they should really think about voting yes on it. So if more veterans do that, that, I mean, it's going to go to me, it's going to go through. I mean, the only way it doesn't go through is, the guys that are making more money, um, you know, talks to these guys that are, you know, in the league a year or two and that's it and say, listen, guys, playing an extra game is not worth it. It's, it's going to be bad, you know, long term on your body. And but I, I don't think that's going to happen. So I personally, I think it's going to get signed, you know, but and even the uh, uh, the union reps are saying that they should sign it. And basically, they're basically saying this is the best deal we're going to get. So let's sign it. And for that. Right. So that's, that's another thing that's probably going in there. It's like, Hey, if this is the best we're going to get, then let's take it now because we're not going to get this deal the next time around. So that's, that's my honest opinion about it. What do you think? Simon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree <laughs> with what, uh, what, what Chris just said for the most, like, I agree with it. Um, there's not enough dissension going on in my, my in my opinion. If this thing wasn't gonna get done, there was gonna be way more people shouting from the rooftops that this thing is is not fair. And I think I think the numbers is a few, a handful of guys are the ones making all the noise. And I think the 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 you know the majority of 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 very quiet, in my opinion. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Chris? It, it seems like it seems like yes. There's a few dissenting guys. I mean, but a few, it's just a but handful not of guys. yeah, not many. Yeah, so that's... Not, not not anybody. Not 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 any number of guys where we start being nervous about the season even starting. And I don't think anybody's nervous about it. Have you felt nervous, Devin? I haven't felt nervous. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, <sorry. laughs> no, because think... there's not right hey. there's not 
there's not enough guys because right. I remember I, I I'm old enough to remember the first time we got scared that the CBA wasn't gonna wasn't wasn't gonna get signed and 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 we didn't have Twitter and stuff and like the way we do now. But even then, you could feel it. You could feel that nobody was happy. Like nobody was happy with what was going on. But this time, it's like a handful of guys came out. You know, said what they had to say, whatever, and then it just got shut down. To me, that was it. And you know what? Back to me, then, it's it's just a it's just a matter of time, in my in my opinion. The last time they had the lockout, a lot of these guys weren't making. You know, even the superstars weren't making the mega the money, money that they're making there now. You go. So yeah. they were like, "Hey, I'm gonna come back to work for whatever they made." So now that yeah. you have these superstars making twenty million, twenty five, thirty million a year, they don't want to play another game. But how hmm. many of those guys compared to? You know the the borderline roster guys, the fifty one, the forty nine guy on the roster. You know the long snapper, the the fourth tight end on. You know those guys are barely hanging on, and they know, hey, if I don't, if this doesn't go through, I might get cut or whatever, and then next year I'll be in the XFL making, you know, a quarter of what I'm making. <laughs> so I think what makes a big deal in the 17 games is that it's only going to be three preseason games and they get two weeks off before the season even starts. They might not get the bye, you know, the two bye weeks, but it makes a big difference when you, when, when your guys can actually rest from preseason because usually it's just one week. Um, they rest their guys for, we, we always talk about the fourth uh, game preseason don't even matter. So for them to have the two weeks off, plus maybe play the third, you know, the third game they play the, one half, and then to say, okay, we out. Maybe they could play one quarter, right? And they could put them on the bench, and we get the, you know, they they still get the play, you know, and they and then after that, we'll finally get to see them in the season, and we get to see seventeen games. It's not a good idea. Um, it's not as for the for the big money guys like Aaron Rodgers. It's not a good idea, but but the most guys is good idea because they want to make the money. And if the NFL is making the money, then the players is making the money, and Almost, almost that fifty percent is a hell of a lot of money. So if I was them, I'll just take the contract. That's the best they're gonna get. There you go. So let's get into a quick, uh, quick, a quick break from Thirst and Gold podcast. Um, they drank the great rye and uh, rye drinks, and they talk about football as well. Do you love NFL football fun and booze? Join us at Thurston Gold Podcast every Saturday night for weekly NFL coverage, whiskey, bourbon, scotch, and beer reviews. We mix expert football analysis with signature drinks, original segments, and lots and lots of laughs. Yes, that's right, football fans. Please join us at Thurston Gold Podcast by heading over to thurstongold.buzzsprout.com or search Thurston Gold on the web. If you're tired of boring podcasts, come join our football party. Welcome back. And that is from, again, Thirst and Gold Podcast. Y'all can follow them on Twitter at Gold Thirst. Um, let's get into the draft combine. Um, a very busy week last week. Um, who, which player has, um, Charmin, which player impressed you the most? I think, I think it goes without saying. It was the, the um, linebacker, safety, defensive, and cornerback, whatever the hell he is, is uh, Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> Uh, is he ran that ridiculous at six foot 238 pounds, ran a four three nine forty or whatever the hell it was. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense that a guy of that size could move that fast. Um, but I think, I think if you were looking closely, you knew he would, he would do something that crazy. 
because the way he plays, he plays, uh, he's an anomaly. Um, um, the, you, you don't, you don't see guys of that size move that way. And, and he's, and he, and his IQ is high and he, he's, he's definitely, uh, um, a top 10 pick in my opinion. Um, I think, I think, uh, of the people, of the guys that when you interest, when you speak about players that would be, uh, would be interesting for the Jets. I think Denzel Mims of Baylor was a guy that I really liked. Uh, Mims uh, had a 6.66 three cone, which is a, which for a guy that's as, as big as he is, uh, is ridiculous. You know, he, he, you know, his change of direction, his body control, which he shows on film is out of, out of this world. So, so definitely he showed out, uh, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is another guy that kind of, that kind of uh, uh, you know, that I paid attention to. But uh, when you're talking about offensive line, talking about prospects that Jets would be interested in, interested in uh, Tristan Wirfs had a had a record-setting combine man uh, for a guy that's over 300 pounds, showed natural athleticism, uh, set records in I think it was the broad jump for a guy of his of uh, um, for his size and even in the um, in the vertical jump too so you could see that he is that kind of uh, athlete he also kind of fits what the Jets do he moves in space very well and he played in a pro style zone style offense so kind of fits what the Jets do but his performance kind of uh, stamp he might not fall to us at 11 uh, Jedrick Wills is probably a guy that would uh, fall to us uh, there's been questions about it. I don't know why there's questions about this guy. This guy is like, in my opinion, the better tackle out there. Um, he's better, in my opinion, he's just, he just fits what, what a tackle looks like uh, um, with the nasty demeanor and his mirror skills and, you know, and just watching him in the combine, he just backs up everything you saw on film. Of course, the monster from uh, Louisville, Makai Becton, with the ridiculous 510 or 510140 at 367 pounds. I mean, it makes no sense, man. I mean, even at his size, even the way he moves, it makes absolutely no sense that a guy of that size could move that way. Uh, but again, you know, the the um, there's questions about his film. You know, has he has he been challenged? You know, it seems like he's a little bit of a raw uh, prospect, even if when he hits you. You're, it's over for you, you know. It shows that in the film too. So, um, so uh, a complete assessment of the combination of what he did in the combine and what he showed on film is needed. But in my opinion, like I said before, Jedrick Wills is my favorite tackle. Uh, the guy that was the consensus best tackle before the before this whole thing started was Andrew Thomas, and uh, he has seems as like he's been falling. Uh, he, he performed okay, but his numbers weren't to the level of the other guys. We would say the other three guys in, in the top four tackles we're talking about. Um, um, he, but he's still, he's still one of the better tackles coming out. He's not that far behind them. He, he is very strong, uh, very good at um, block, run blocking. So he, he definitely fits that. You could see that in the combine. So definitely... Um, Definitely uh, that. But before I before I end, um, I wanted to also talk about 
uh, one guy that was drafted was um, uh, that that people uh, mocked to the Jets at one point, AJ Vanessa, and his his combine kind of was really lackluster. Uh, people said uh, I, I heard multiple people say multiple people say that he um, that he might have played his uh, kind of performed his way out of a first round pick, which I think that's too excessive. I think I think he is what it is. He is. I don't think he ever showed that he was a he was that kind of a, a, a prospect in the first place. He's a guy that's good with his hands. Um, I don't think he's an edge guy per se, but that's my opinion. Uh, and one more player, uh, I think for a corner, uh, C.J. Henderson of Florida is my guy, sub four four guy, uh, long rangey guy. So that's the kind of corner that I think Greg Williams would like. Uh, and he performed admirably in the combine. Well, I think that everybody you, you said were guys that I was, I was actually writing down names, but then I was like, it was getting ridiculous because <laughs> especially with the receivers, it's like everyone was like the speed on these guys is just ridiculous. Every one yeah. of them. So I think, I, I think there's going to be a record set in the draft. I don't know what the record is, but I'm, I could, I would bet that there's going to be a record set. Most wide receivers taken in the first three, four rounds. I think it's, it's crazy how deep this class is for wide receivers. And thankfully, you know, luckily for us, you know, we could use a couple of receivers. So yes, I, I'm sure we're going to get a couple in the draft for sure. And offensive linemen, obviously, um, the guys you mentioned, those top four tackles, hopefully one of them does drop to us. You know what, maybe we won't need to draft one. You know, depending on free agency and trades or whatever else that that gets us to there, but um, I mean, that's where I'm I'm guessing that that's where uh, Joe Douglas is going to go with uh, one of those top tackles. Um, another guy that that raised his stock a lot is that kid Love, the quarterback. You know, he Joe might Love. be yeah. What's his name? Was it um, McShay and uh, and Kuiper made a trade, right? Yeah, they yeah yeah yeah, McShay is saying that Love is going to get drafted before um, <laughs> the kid from Oregon, which I'm, I don't know, man. That makes absolutely no sense to me, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, because, and they're saying, because that kid ran really, he ran, I think, the second fastest of quarterbacks, uh, the guy from Oregon. And he's yes. a big dude, so, you know, I don't know. I, but th- those guys impressed me a lot. The one other receiver that, that you didn't mention, but, I mean, I know it's another guy that's probably going to go in the first round or or um, early second. Is a kid from uh, Notre Dame, uh, Claypool. That's another kid that looks great. Um, yeah, the problem with Claypool is, and there's a specific reason. You know what? This 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 is a perfect time to uh, have the conversation about why 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 the combine, especially the forty and some of the combines um, um, stuff, uh, really does not translate to football. Um, I have read because I, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen him play, but I will, I will go on, on the, um, the notes of scouts that I trust. And I've read about four different people from, from like three different networks. They don't, they don't even work for the same company. All three of them, all four of them don't work for the same company. And they all say the same thing. Nothing on film shows you that Claypool is a hell of a wide receiver. There was no separation in his game. Uh, he does not look like a natural wide receiver that could get separation, and he's not a hands guy per se. 
but he's an athlete. And so he might be a, 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 a project for somebody, you know, teach him how to play wide receiver properly, get him to play better. But, but the combine, he showed out. It's true, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, but there was a lot of uh, consensus across the board that uh, that was kind of weird because he did not show that on film. He didn't show that kind of athleticism on film at all. Right. Yeah, I think I think uh, one one player that impressed me was uh, LSU wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Yes. Uh, he he definitely. he's definitely made this case for first round, um, if not possibly early second round. You know, we don't know. We don't know. This is you know because the draft is so the draft. This draft is strong with wide receivers and tight ends and. No, oh, and, no, and no tight ends. No, no tight ends. Hey, it's one tight end. That, <laughs> yeah, hey, look, no, look, no, look, no, look, We don't need any. It's we one tight end. Hey, it's one tight end that's going to get drafted, and that's um, what's his name, Albert Oku. I think whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to in say the first name. round. No, not first round. I'm t- I'm just talking about in general. I'm not talking about first okay. round. I'm talking about like in general. I'm saying we don't need to worry about a tight end though. Oh, we yeah, don't need to worry about it. But I'm just so saying I, that's who that I'm impressed. I'm just talking about who I was impressed with in general. Who he was impressed with? Okay, go yeah, ahead. In general, My but bad. Justin Jefferson uh, is the, definitely a guy to watch out for. Um, very focused and, and and you know and guy and the guy has has a lot has a lot to you know to show for it. Um, I know I think they projected him, but second round, if I if I recall that first, um, maybe late first round. Um, it all depends. It all depends. Like, you know, it, it, the film shows more than what the combine, what the combine shows. So, um, I think, I think Justin Jefferson, um, it's a, it's wow. It was, I mean, you know, it's a lot of good 40 yard dashes, uh, <laughs> a lot of 40 yard dash running, run, run, run. <laughs> but but you, uh, did, you did a good, you did a good pick though. You did a really good pick as, um, it, I did not, I am, um, of my notes, uh, he was written below on the end of my notes, so I didn't say his name, but okay. but definitely <laughs> he definitely was is somebody I was paying attention to. That kid is skilled, and you could see it on film. Whatever he showed in the combine, you could see it on film. So yeah, that was a good pick you made. Yeah, from what what they were saying, um, he's basically like most catches from the slot, most yards from the slot. So. Uh, if he's not for if he's not in the first round like late in the first round then possibility early early second round and then and it's no nothing you know and whoever gets him is going to be very happy with the guy the guy looks like he's very focused and ready and ready to play so just watch watch out for justin jefferson but shout out to all the players that in the combine whether you get chosen or not for next month um good luck to y'all so let's let's just move on to the uh Jets. Uh let's talk about let's talk about my good old friend Muhammad Wilkinson. <laughs> he got he got arrested for uh DWI again. Um this doesn't surprise me. Uh it seems like he's been really downhill ever since he signed the big contract with us. Um what what really happened? like just a quick take. We don't need to go we don't need to have a big story, but what what happened to this guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe he just maybe he just wasn't mature enough. And when he got the money, he was just like, ah, I got my money. I'm going to kick back. And he just didn't mature enough. And he didn't take life serious enough, maybe. I don't know. I, it could be anything. But, uh, you know, there was word that he was always late in meetings for us, you know, while he was on our team. And, you know, it's amazing how he went from being one of the better pass rushers in the league. He got his, he got his contract. And then 
like you said, it just went downhill on the field and then obviously off the field now too. And it's a shame. It's a shame because he could have he could have uh, had a really good career in, in the NFL. Like like Davin said, I'm not gonna stay long on this. All I'm gonna say is <laughs> when you have when uh, money normally uh, kind of magnifies what you are. If you're a lazy bum and you get a bunch of money, you're gonna be lazier. If you're a drunk, if you if you're a drunk, when you have when you get more money, you're just gonna be a bigger drunk. And unfortunately, I think I think exactly. that's what's that's what's up with my man it's Mo true. Wilkerson. It seems like he always had that. Sad but true. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, unfortunately, he might have had that issue for a while, and then the money just magnified it. I hope he got some help, like Chris said. Uh, oh, I forgot about this topic. Uh, Frazier, just a quick take. Frazier has been uh, promoted to assistant coach for the uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, what could that mean for Frazier going down the line of um, maybe being hired as a head coach again? Hopefully, man. Hopefully that helps it because he definitely deserves another shot. Uh, he's one of the better coaches in the league. Um, what did he? Where was he head coach in um, Vikings. the Vikings? Right. Yes. You know, he was always a good defensive coordinator before that. So you know what? Maybe it's, hopefully it helps him get a, a job next year and next off season. And you know we know that'll go great for the Rooney Rule and and all that stuff. So hopefully he gets hired because he's a he seemed like a good guy, a good coach. So, yeah, he has he has the he has the numbers to show, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, his defenses wherever he's gone has produced. I mean, yep. and produced at record levels. So, uh, like like like, it's an understatement saying he's one of the better defensive coaches. You just don't hear his name being spoken, and that's weird, you know. And that's weird. And and I like the the fact that the Bills are willing to put his name in the forefront because I think more of those guys in the back rooms of NFL teams need to get their names out there because they're the ones that make up more of those teams. They're the ones that come up with those brilliant ideas that sometimes you hear the star boy on the front cover of, of NFL or whatever with his face laughing. You know, sometimes it's the older dude in the back is the one that's coming up with the ideas. So, you know, give, 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 give the man, give the man his shine, you know? Definitely. I agree. Um, Let's let's get a quick preview of our, our last but not least uh, quarterback and running back for the Jets. Um, you know the quarterback Sam Darnold. We don't need to really talk about him. Uh, Sleevian Bell. Uh, who do who you think the Jets could look for as for like backup quarterback and uh, maybe maybe running back? Should they look for a running back or should they just stick stick to the same thing, same scenario? There was a there was a kid. There's a kid that I that 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 there's a kid that the Jets were. Um, rumored in um, speaking to uh, that was uh, that wasn't invited into the combine um, as a running back. I can't remember what school it was, but I I only brought it up to say that I think they know that they need youth and they need more explosiveness. Uh, so they might be looking for somebody in the draft in the later rounds um, uh, to to back up Bell um, for QB. I think. Uh, uh, our backup. I think Simeon is healthy. I think he. Uh, I read somewhere that he was uh, 100% healthy, so he should be starting. I don't know if they're going to retain him as the backup, but definitely Donald needs a backup. Um, that's something that we need to work on. Um, like I said, uh, like I said, I don't think free agency is good for running back. I think they put, should get somebody young in the later rounds. 
Yeah, no, that, I think they could definitely find somebody late um, running back-wise. Quarterback, they, they definitely need somebody. Um, they, they definitely need, a, I think, more of a veteran guy than a young guy because we see how, how important it was last year when we had nothing behind him. We had uh, mm-hmm. Luke Falk. <laughs> um, I think a, a, a name to think about, I think we mentioned it before, was um, maybe a Case Keenum. Maybe they could work a yeah. trade out there because they have uh, Haskins and they got the other guy, McCoy, there. So he might be had, you know. I mean, no reason for Washington to hold on to that guy. Um, a guy that, free agent-wise, that I wouldn't mind bringing in, he's nothing great. Actually, Keenan might be a, a free agent, too. Yeah, I think Case Keenum's a free agent. So either him, even another guy who's not great, but Chase Daniel, you know, because he's been through kind of a few offenses already. He was with Chicago. He's with Philly, uh, New Orleans. So he's got some you good just, background there. You so just need a guy that – yeah, you just need a guy that can give you two or three games. Right. If, that yeah, hopefully not, up, but – you know, not. Yeah, I mean, hopefully not. It's true. Yeah. But in, just in case, you know, give you a game here or two games there, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know? so I, I think someone and like Keenum that would be in, good. Yeah, in my mind, Keenum is one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Keenum, Keenum has always been one of those quarterbacks that could give you this one game where you'd be like, wait, why isn't that guy a starter again? Mm-hmm. And then he will, mm-hmm. if you let him start the next game, you'll be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree with y'all. So as we get on to, uh, let's get our previews for the NFC East and the West. We're going to start off with the East. Um, Chris, I hope you got your, your cap space. Yeah. Your information <laughs> down. Um, I'm going to let you and Sharma take over on the NFC East. Uh, starting first. All right. Starting first, we got Philly. They won the division at nine and seven. Their cap space is uh, $45 million as we speak. To me, their biggest question marks, uh, what they need to add is, without a doubt, wide receiver and corner. Um, those were the two weaknesses, biggest weaknesses on that team. Um, but uh, two big personnel moves that they're going to have to make or not make is – a big one is uh, Jenkins. Um, he is not – he's not going to report to camp under his, under his current contract. So he's going to want some kind of a – raise and probably extension so eagles gonna have to make a a decision on him and the other one is ashlon jeffrey ashlon jeffrey excuse me the wide receiver that might come into play for us uh you know we've been hearing different things about him you know because he's connected to joe douglas joe douglas got him from chicago in a trade but he also brings some baggage you know he was the guy that was supposedly the unnamed source that was talking bad about the offense and Wentz during this season. So I don't know if you want to go with him and he's, he's got a hefty price tag and he's been injured. So he may not be the best choice to bring over, but he's a guy that we might hear being moved somewhere, maybe to us, maybe to another team. I don't think to us cause he's got a big uh, contract. So what, what do you think, uh, Sean? Yeah, uh, call the Eagles the walking injured. That's mm-hmm. kind of what they were all last season. Uh, part of the reasons why, reason why they never they, they didn't get to where they were supposed to. Uh, to show you how good this team was, even with all their issues, they still can't. They still got into the playoffs. I think. I think uh, 
losing Malik Jackson early in the season and then losing almost all their wide receivers and their corners uh, all season. And their offensive linemen, I mean, that whole team was a mess. Uh, I mean, uh, they need they need a backup QB. I don't know if Josh McCown is going to come back. Uh, uh, like you stated, Alshon Jeffrey, who was always injured, and Deshaun Jackson, too. They need to do something at wide receiver. And like we said earlier in the in the podcast, uh no no time is this time is good time to uh need a wide receiver with the way the the kids look, the prospects look in the draft. Um uh when you uh they need to resign their uh, Rodney McLeod, mm-hmm. their safety. Uh he's a he's a free agent. Um they need to resign him. Uh Timmy Timmy Jernigan is a say is a free agent too. Uh, they might replace him, uh, um, and they and they need corners, man. Yeah, they need corners. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else they could say. They need corners. They need wide receivers. I mean, even their linebackers Seems too. Like I think they cut, they, they cut they cut on Nigel Bradham too, didn't they, Chris? Yes, um, they did. So so they need linebackers too. So they need a lot. Uh, the Eagles have a lot of work to do, man. But uh, their their front office have always been really good at uh, addressing their problems, so I don't think I don't think they they uh, they will uh, falter at, at taking this head no. on. And they might do something that a lot of Eagle fans may not want to see, but they might think about trading Zach Ertz because they do yeah. have they do have uh, what's his name uh, Dallas Goddard who performed pretty well last year, and they also got the other kid uh, Perkins, I think his name was. That was their backup. Yeah, Joshua Perkins. He also played very well down the stretch, you know, because they were down so many receivers that these tight ends were like the only healthy guys out there. So that's, that's crazy. That, yeah, it is crazy, man. I, 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 but I did read an article where they do, they brought up that option that that could be a possibility. So when when things are bad, things are bad. Yeah, you know, <laughs> You're talking about trading one of your best offensive weapons is crazy. Yeah, exactly. So well, they need to be healthy. They just need to help. Yeah, continue. that's exactly. It's very true. Right. Um, big one. Uh, all right. Second play. Second in the division. You got Dallas. They finished eight and eight. Missed the playoffs, which was huge. Obviously, they got a couple of big time free agents up right now. You got Dak and you got Amari Cooper. And what's going to happen there? <laughs> we don't know yet. So it's one Nobody of those. Two, right. To be continued. Um, what well, what else you got with them, Sharman? Oh, uh, they got they they're they got to figure. Out. <laughs> they, they got. Oh, I'm sorry, is that 73 million? So yeah, they're in good good position to resign guys. Well, yeah, well, they need all that money because they need to figure out if they're gonna give Dak Prescott any money. I don't know what they're doing or why they're waiting. They're twiddling their thumbs. Don't understand why that is. Uh, they need to try to figure out if they're gonna because both uh Cooper and Cobb. Are free agents, so they need to figure that out. Um, they uh, their safeties, uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, what are they gonna do with him? Mm-hmm. You know, are they gonna let him go? Are they gonna replace him? Uh, they've always been known to have safety issues. Are they gonna all of a sudden? Are they gonna find a real safety? <laughs> Uh, this year, uh, they need to figure that out. Um, at D line, they got this kid Tristan Hill last year, and he didn't really 
uh, come to play the way we thought he was going to. Um, they struggled at stopping the run at, at certain points in the in the end in the season. Uh, so they need to beef beef their DT uh, the the DT lineup. Um, uh, they need to figure out what they're going to do with that corner because uh, Baron Jones is a free agent. For the most right. part, uh, everybody thinks that he's not going to be re-signed over there. So they need to figure out what they're going to do with cor- with um, with uh, at corner. Uh, Connor Williams is uh, is probably the weakest link at at their offensive line. Um, he's a guard. So are they going to keep him because he's a free agent, or are they going to cut him and replace him with a younger guy with, who's better? Um, when was Cobb, the last time? Cobb and Quinn are re, uh, free agents too, right? Robert Quinn and Randall Cobb? Right. Well, Robert Quinn is too, yes. I said Cobb earlier, yeah. I'm but sorry. Quinn is one too, yeah. Um, definitely um, Robert Quinn is a pass rusher, so they need, they, need to, um, they need to either re-sign him or let him go. He's an older mm-hmm. guy or, and get some new blood in there. Um, Connor Williams is the weak link at the guard. They need to replace. I don't. Um, they ha- they have never really had a tight end that could kind of uh, challenge the middle of the field, uh, um, challenge the seams in defenses. Uh, are they are they gonna get a tight end that's faster that could get you know in the sh- in the mold of a of a um, like a Zach Ertz? Are they gonna get that kind of player? You know they've never really had one before. Um, uh, they need that kind, and uh, yeah, like you said, uh, Robert Quinn is a free agent, also. Yeah. All right. Third place, you got the Giants. They finished at four and twelve. Um, they look like they got their quarterback now. Um, Daniel Jones looks very good, I thought. Um, but they got many question marks on defense, without a doubt, and their offensive line. Even though they spent a lot of money there, um, that looks like they need a lot of work too. So. What else you got, Sean? And the cap space, oh. they're seventy-three million, so they're in good shape. Yeah. Um, this is this is gonna be uh what does uh the new Patriots New York style? How that how's that gonna work? Uh mm-hmm. with Joe Judge coming up coming right. over to be the head coach. Is he gonna try to be the Patriots or is he gonna bring his own style? Uh that's the question. Uh, they need to fix their defense. I mean, almost everything. I mean, other than their rookie um, defensive tackle, defensive end that played really well. Uh, um, they had, uh, I think it was uh, uh, their corners. They let Jenkins go because of that whole thing with the fan that they, they traded him over to the Saints. Uh, so they need to address corners, uh, uh, corner at least, because I think uh, Love and uh, the kid they, they drafted early too. I forgot his name. Um, they need. Um, he he's still a kid. He's still a youngin, so he might become a better player. I think he has the potential to be a better player. Um, uh, Nate Solders. Uh, I think uh, uh, before Nate Solders, I want to say uh, right tackle. Uh, Rammers. Mike Rammers needs to be replaced. That that guy uh, uh, really needs to be replaced. Uh, he had a horrible season, and he hasn't really played good football in a while. Uh, Nate Solder was um, injured, um, so with his return, he might, you know, they, he might be better. Uh, they might be better off there. Uh, yeah, um, they need uh, uh, they need uh, help at safety. 
Uh, Julian Love is was was good last year. Um, like he was, he's he's still a rookie. I think he's gonna be better. Um, and they need edge rushers. Mm. Uh, um, there was there was some uh, article uh, one Giants fan at work showed me earlier that um, of of the Giants taking Ngakwe and giving away their pick. No uh, way! Uh, <laughs> no way would they I, do that. I can see I, that happening. I can see that happening. You, you know, um, so I would so, love it as so an Eagle would, fan. I'd love to give, see that, but they would give they would give away their two picks, their first and I don't know whatever pick it was. It was oh, that the no article way. said, and they would take they would take Ngakwe and one of the tackles uh, from the from the Jaguars. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I mean, I I understand they need pass rush. They really do. Uh, they even enough. cut. They also needed they need linebackers. But I think I, they really. Oh, they cut uh, Ogletree, right? Ogletree and Martin. So they mm-hmm. definitely need replacements, and they need a, a number one wide receiver type to run yeah. with these other guys. What's his name? Had a good year. Uh, the one wide receiver, um, right? Because Shepard got hurt too. Remember with the concussions, yeah. he yes. might be done. Um, or oh, the kid, uh, the rookie. Yeah, Slayton. Darius Slayton. Yes. Yeah, Darius. He Slayton. had a really good he year. A, yes, he did. Yes. So, but you, they definitely need a receiver. So, um, all right. So, last place in the East uh, last year, you had Washington. They were at three and thirteen. Um, Next salary cap numbers at sixty-one. So they're in decent shape. Um, what can you say? Uh, it's, it's a rebuilding team. Now you got a new head coach. So, and they're talking like they're not even settled with Haskins, where they're thinking of drafting one of the quarterbacks so i don't know if that's just you know blowing smoke up there just to get someone to trade up to them i think you're crazy not to draft uh what's his name chase young from uh, ohio state but (laughs) we'll see what they do (laughs) washington does crazy stuff but um well what do you think shaman yeah man i mean the pure i mean there's rumors of people saying that he was so bad on the whiteboard, uh, um, the kid was the offense, um, Dwayne Haskins, that they thought he was dyslexic. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, if you're drafting a kid that way, they drafted him, and you wouldn't know that he was that bad, that his football IQ was that low, why in the hell would you, would you draft <laughs> him if you thought that, if you knew that? That makes yeah. absolutely no sense. You must yeah. you must have had multiple meetings with him. So I don't I think I think there's a lot of uh people casting aspersions on the kid because he was subpar. Especially the fact that uh nobody thought uh the Giants kid, the, the kid the Giant Daniel Jones was gonna be as good as he was. So I think it kind of magnified um the way uh Haskins played and everybody said, Hey man, you know, that means he's trash. But he's just a rookie. He just played in the NFL for his first time, and, and his offensive line was trash. There was a multiple injuries. Um, um, his weapons was all over the place. The only kid that showed up was the rookie, you know. So, so I think I think this is uh, this is all noise in my mind. Uh, you you uh, come on, man. If you have a right guard named Eric Flowers, I mean, we've had, we've spoken about Eric Flowers on this podcast multiple times before. His name is not Eric Flowers. His name is Eric Turnstile Flowers. That's what's his name. That, actually, that's what he does. He actually, He's not, he actually looks better with the Redskins. <laughs> he, no, yeah, he looked better, but he's still not better. Uh, 
uh, um, Brandon Scherf is is their better guard, and he is a, a um, he's a free agent. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to sign him. They got to figure out what they're going to do with Trent Williams. Uh, are they going to resign him? Are they going to trade him? Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen there with the new coach, coach and the coach and the new coaches coming in. What's their plan? Uh, their corner too, Quentin Dunbar. Yeah, he's a free they, agent. They, yeah, he's a free agent. Draft. They got to figure out what to do with him. Yeah, uh, so. the only guy on offense, offense that I like that that played well was uh, was Chase Rollier, their center, and lo and behold, is an Alabama guy. Uh, <laughs> this that the Redskins love Alabama players. Um, yeah, but Why um, not, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, What's the wide receiver's name that's uh, okay too. He's not. Oh, he's, he's a rookie. The, the kid rookie. they just yes. drafted last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's okay yeah, Terry. too. Yeah, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, McLaurin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, good. he's pretty good okay player. Too, yeah. yeah, and they got guys. Yeah. So they got some pieces, you know. The thing with guys is, and I was gonna bring that up is, you know, since they didn't since they drafted him, unfortunately, he's just had injury after injury, man. Yeah. At this point, what's the what are you starting to ask questions about this kid? Is he really gonna have a a stable career as an NFL player if he keeps getting his injury? Um. You know they need they need a slot corner man. Uh, I, I I guess I guess that's what Quinton Quinton Dunbar is for them. I think so. They need to figure that out. Of course, Jordan Reed they cut because after all these injuries over and over again, man, he hasn't really produced for them in a while. Uh, and that they need they, they need a veteran wide receiver to go with all these rookies. Yeah, it's definitely they have they have they have some really good rookies. They have another kid too. Um, Really fast kid. I think he returned the touchdown for them last year, um, too. Um, I forget his name, but but yeah, McLaurin and that kid. I mean, they 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 look like they're gonna be fine there. It's just that um, the I, think they got, I think they got. I think they got to figure out what's you know what's with Haskins. I think that's the key, you know, about going forward. You know, you build around him, or do you have to restart with another quarterback? So, um, so anyway, they they got they got some pieces, but they they still got some. They got a lot of work to do, especially with the new coaching. Excuse me, new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we'll head over to the NFC West, where San Fran obviously won the division at thirteen and three. Uh, their cap is not in great shape right now. They're at seventeen million cap space, and you know the one big free agent they got. Well, not one, but they got a couple of big free agents. Um, Emmanuel uh, Sanders it? is one of them, right? Yes, Emmanuel yes. Sanders is one. The big one is uh, Armstead as well. He's yes, another big free agent. Yes. So, and but I think there was talk. I I seen an article recently that they are talking about a contract. So, but they're not with, in great with cap Armstead, space. Yeah, yeah, with something like that. Yeah. yeah so. But they don't have a lot of needs. That's the thing about it. When right, you when you're thing. that good of a team, when you don't when you're that good of a team, you don't have that many needs. You could do a little shuffling around and figure something out. Uh, like you said, yeah, the key free agents is definitely Eric Amstead is one of them. And Jimmy Ward is their safety. They got to figure out uh, if they want to keep him or get somebody new in to replace him. And Emmanuel Sanders is the other. Um, uh, what about the kicker situation? Need a, Sorry, Tommy. What they, about the kicker situation with Robbie Gold? I think he's good. I think, I think, when did, didn't they? The franchise tag the last season? Did they tag him? Tagged them last season, right? Oh, they tagged them. I thought they signed yeah. them. Mm-mm, they tagged oh. them. Yeah, no, he signed for this year. One. He's making like five no, million dollars. I think dollars. he signed, man. 
Really? He's I, yeah. I, I, I he thought signed. he got signed. He's yeah. got a, He's got an out after this year, but he's got after twenty twenty. Right, yeah, but he's signed. I thought he was the yeah. one that got tagged. Like, That's what I was saying. I'm like, nah. They might have franchised him and then signed him to an extension, like uh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Just franchise him to, to kind of hold it over. But uh, okay. I think I think the one I think the one position the 49ers should look at is corner. Uh, I love the kid, Emmanuel Mosley. He came in uh, a part way through the season, I think, somewhere through the, uh, during the season, and he really showed boys. Uh, um, they, um, I think, I think they need to start, uh, kind of, uh, getting the, uh, somebody to replace Richard Sherman. I know that he had a hell of a season last year, but he's getting up there, man. How much, how much longer you think he'll be able to play like that? So they definitely need that. I think, I think that's it. And that in, in wide receiver corner and safety. That's it. All right. All right. So let's see. Second place, Seattle at 11 and 5. They got the wild card. Um, and then they lost to who did they lose to? They lost to the Packers. Yeah. Right. That's right. In Green Bay. Um, Seattle's okay. They're at 52 million with cap space. Um, they signed um, just recently Olsen, right, for the tight end. Mm-hmm. So that might help. Um, Clowney is a big free agent for them. I don't know if they're going to bring him back. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Carson's a uh, free agent as well. They're um, they're running back. Okay. Oh no! Wait! No! No! He's no! He signed. I'm sorry. No, he signed. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, but he signed. Um, yeah, they don't have many holes either. I would say. What do you think? Is that, I, I think you still can they, get a young tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. They definitely um the kid the kid Hollister showed up and he played pretty well. Yeah. Their their tight end he played all right. You know I yeah. think I think um I think inserting uh, more a veteran guy around uh, around him would help. Um um, Quinton Jefferson is their best defensive tackle, right. and he's, he's a free agent. agent. Yeah, yeah. They need to figure something out because in the front seven, like you said, if they're gonna lose Clowney. They need they need to bolster their front seven, man. They need to get keep Jefferson and get us get a, a pass rusher to replace Clowney. And Isakel answer was 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 not really good last year, and they so they need to replace him. So they 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 really need to do something with their front their front um, corner. Mm-hmm. Shaquille Griffin is their is their best player. There's no really who's their other corner. They don't. So they need they definitely need corner. Uh, there, um, and and last but not least, and especially not least, is the fact that for some ungodly reason, the Seattle Seahawks has never really given my friend Russell Wilson a good enough offensive line. I, it drives me nuts that they, they have the quarterback of his caliber and their offensive line is always subpar. They need to do something about it. They need to give him more protect, a better wall. Of protection in front of him, definitely. And and I, when I say a wall, I mean everybody needs to be looked at on that offensive line. There you go. And I think linebackers because Kendricks is uh Hendricks, I'm sorry, is a free mm-hmm. agent as well. Yeah. So true. That's another big one. And third place, you got the Rams. A little disappointing for them. They finished nine and seven. I think they were expecting a little bit better than than that. Um, their cap space. 
they're at 23 million, so not great. Um, who they got as free agents this year? They got a, they got a, they're very top heavy with their salaries. You know, you got Goff making whatever he's making for a quarterback. Aaron Donald's making a, a lot of money. Todd Gurley's making a lot of money. Brandon Cooks is making a lot of money. Jalen Ramsey, Robert Woods, Higby. All those guys are making a lot of money. So that's something to definitely keep your eye out for. But let's see, who's, who's free agents for them? Uh, Andrew Whitworth. Dante Fowler. Yeah, tackle. A- Andrew Whitworth is, a, is their, their, right. their tackle. He, he might retire. A free agent. I heard, I heard he, he might retire. Yeah there's, a, there's, yeah, there's question about that. So they definitely need to address his Fowler, position. Fowler, right? Dante Fowler. Yeah, Fowler. Yeah, Fowler, but it seems like they're not going to re-sign him. It's sounding like that way. It's not, it's not over yet. But <laughs> <laughs> Michael Brockers. Um, yeah, Brockers too. Yep. <clears throat> they, they need to do something about that. It seems like they could bring in any tackle to, to go with uh, Donald, and they'll be fine, you know? Like, just yeah, bring a body nah, in. They, <laughs> they, that's, that's not really true, though. Because, no, I know. Because but... the, way they play, the way they play their defense, the way people are playing Aaron Donald, you need to give him a little bit more space than that. If you want him to be the player you, he is, um, you need to give him as much space as possible. To me, um, um, I think uh, I think they need they need uh, they need to be better uh, at defensive tackle across from him. Um, offensive line, I think part of the reason why they were nine and seven is the fact that their offensive line was kind of sh- uh, shitty. Big, big. Yeah, it was really. <laughs> uh, yes. Excuse my French, but they, it was crappy. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, 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 they definitely need to bolster those, that, um, those positions. I think, uh, losing their guard, their pro bowl guard the year before can really hurt them. Uh, the youth in the front, they didn't really didn't play really well. So they really do need that. Um, Eric Weddle was a disappointment last year for them and safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think them getting him from, uh, from the Ravens, I think that was a disappointment. So they need to do something at safety. Uh, Definitely, that's it. Uh, oh yeah, before I, um, Corey Littleton is he, also he retired too, didn't he? Didn't he retire? Yeah, right. Yeah. right. So there you go. Right. So that's they definitely need to, right. So there you go. They need they need to fill that hole at safety, right? And Corey Littleton. No, go right ahead, Sean. And and Corey Littleton, their linebacker is a free agent also, and he's a very good cover cover linebacker. So they need to either resign him or figure out what they're gonna do there. Just to show you, look, I, well, one second, just to show you how bad their cap is right now with these big time players. You got Goff, his dead cap or his cap hit, his cap hit is 36 million. Ooh, I'm not surprised. I'm Aaron not surprised. Donald is at 25 million. Todd Gurley, 17 2. Brendan Cook, 16 8. Jalen Ramsey, 13 7. Robert Woods, 9.1. You know, that's some big money, that's a man. a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and five guys, four guys, five guys. Yeah, it's not a lot. Five guys to eat up most of your crap space there. Yeah. It's not good, man. That's not good uh, front office doing, uh, managing. <laughs> no, who's exactly. The backup, who's the backup running back for Todd Gurley? Oh, they, they drafted someone last year. Oh, here's another yeah. one that's not bad, but he's due for a huge contract very soon is Cup. He's in the last year oh, of his yes, contract. Yes, and you know what he makes? Oof. Under a million dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll oh, be boy. gone. He'll be gone. So, yeah, I don't think oh, they'll boy. be able to resign him next year. They, they can't. Yep. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. look at the cap. Not the way gotta, things are. No, no, you can't <laughs> afford. You know, you got Cooks making sixteen million. You know, and now you can add him to make another. At least that he's going to yeah. make probably more. So yeah, they're in bad shape. Cool. <laughs> they got to make a run this year because you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's the last team? Who last team you got Arizona. They finished at five ten and one. Um, their cap space is at thirty nine million, so that's just under average. Um, obviously, the big story was um, the quarterback. Uh, he started to show more, I think, towards the end of the year. So I think they're pretty much set at quarterback now with um, – what's his name? Kyler Murray. He started oh, yeah, to look much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't think of his name. But he looked much better later on in the season, I thought. Um, again, yeah, that, that, you know, offensive line – you know the usual for a young quarterback. He's going to need a a better line. I think. Him. I think. Yeah, I think. I think people were surprised with his performances down this down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury, his coach, actually admitted to kind of uh, uh, making the mistake of kind of uh, um, not um, bringing up his whole offense to the team early enough, and he kind of hid his offense um, in the off season. Um, uh, but I think that was kind of a rookie coach mistake. And uh, I think, I think it, I think because when the team kind of started understanding the offense, I think they performed better. Um, they definitely need tackles. Like, like, like Chris just said, uh, they, uh, DJ Humphreys is, is a free agent. They got to figure out what they're going to do with him. Uh, did wait, did they sign, resign him? This sounds familiar. Not too sure. Yeah, I think it. I think they resigned him. Yes, they resigned him. I remember they resigned him. Yes, yes, he was the first first tackle to be resigned. I remember him. Um, they got to figure that. Uh, they need a they need a center, uh, because their their center Shipley is the free agent. Uh, they need to resign also. The tackle Gilbert's a um, free agent too. Yeah, so they really need to redo their offensive line, man. Listen, uh, we keep saying this. We're 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 one of those teams that need offensive line, and look Oof. at how many teams we're mentioning that need offensive line help. Right, this so is we're not the only ones some, looking to sign these guys. <laughs> some bo- people are gonna be paying out the nose. Oh yeah, for these tackles and these guards, it's gonna be crazy. That again, it it just goes to show you, man. Whatever it is that the Chargers and the Carolina Panthers had cooking in that swap, man, they know what they're doing. Whatever it is, <laughs> so yeah. um. Back to what I was saying, um, yeah, they need a center, they need a guard, they need tackles. Um, they they need um, the the car. The, they also need cornerback. Uh, Patrick Peterson is uh, yeah, he's not he's, young. He's getting older, man. Uh, he's the only guy they have, so they need somebody else. Uh, they really need linebacker help. I mean, I watched a couple of games, man, and and oh. They need cover linebackers badly. People were picking them apart. They were, I think, there were times, uh, there were multiple times uh, watching their adjusted uh, average uh, defensively against tight ends where they were the dead last in the league. They could not cover tight ends. That's how bad they were. Um, and they need an edge rusher. Uh, Chandler Jones is a beast, but they need somebody else on the other side. Uh, so they, they definitely need that. Uh, they also need uh, defensive tackle. Uh, they haven't. They 
when was the last time they had a really good defensive tackle, uh, Kalias Campbell? Mm-hmm. Kalias Campbell's been gone for how long? Yeah. <laughs> so, so definitely. Yeah, they got a lot um, of holes, but at least they yeah, got the quarterback. Yeah, they have a lot least, of holes, man. They, they got, yeah, they, even the wide receiver. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to give your kid, your kid the hole, the wall, you also have to give him a wide receiver too. So, yeah, they got a lot And Fitzpatrick has got, what? Maybe another year or two left. I mean, Fitzgerald's Fitzpatrick. I think, Fitzgerald's I think he got, said that was his last year. I think he yeah. said that was going to be his last year. I mean, he's yeah. still playing at a at a pretty high rate, but, you know, high level, yeah. I should say. But he's definitely, you know, like if you say, if this is his last year, I mean, he's 36. He'll be 37 yep. this year, so. Right. Very interesting. Yeah. So that, so that was it, right? All yep. the teams yep. that's that's for this week. Um, that's it for the podcast. Please make sure to follow us again on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. As always, we love doing this for you guys each and every week. Please you can keep giving us feedback. And um, if y'all have an ad that y'all would like for us to play for y'all, um, you can send it to us on Twitter or you can send it to an email at Jets Fans <clears throat> at Jets Fans Podcast at gmail.com. Until next week, take a flight. We're out of here. Take flight.